Welcome to the Christian Inquiry Podcast, a podcast designed to search for the truth in God's Word. I'm your host, Elijah McSwain Sr., here are my co-hosts, Philip McSwain Jr. and Marquis Lewis. Hello, and welcome to the Christian Inquiry Podcast. My name is Marquis Lewis, co-host. In today's spotlight, I want to speak on practical precepts for perilous times. Drawn from the biblical text of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. Precepts is defined as a commandment or direction given as a rule of action or conduct. You will notice that the words of this text speak of the attitudes and actions Christians are to have. This means that Christians must maintain control of their attitude and their actions. The Thessalonians needed to stay on top of their behavior at all times. You will notice that Paul was commanding constant attitudes and actions that should come from believers. They were not to display the things mentioned in this text in good times only. They are not things that should be demonstrated as the result of some satisfying experience that occurs every now and then. But they are to be a permanent part of the attitude and actions of every Christian. Rejoicing, praying, and giving thanks are to occur regardless of our circumstances. For first, the text says, rejoice at all time. Verse 16 opens with the command for the readers of this letter to rejoice. This command is in the present tense. This meant that they were to keep on rejoicing. The word rejoice means to be cheerful or well off. It means to have great joy or to be glad. It carries the idea of inner gladness. Rejoice evermore literally means to have a praise in our hearts to God at all times. Rejoicing is the result of Christians recognizing blessings as blessings. There are times when God is expressing his love for us through some challenges we experience. When we understand the blessings to be blessings, we can rejoice. We rejoice because we trust God's faithfulness. I know that it may seem impossible to always rejoice because of life having so many difficulties that can come our way. But we can always rejoice when we lift our focus from the difficulties of life to the God who is the source of life. The word joy is the same root word as the word rejoice. Joy is so important in the Christian life that it cannot be separated from righteousness and peace. For in this world, we can rejoice at ball games. We rejoice when there are sales at the mall. We rejoice when a check comes in the mail. We even rejoice when we get a new car. But those temporary sources of joy that the world presents can fade away just as quickly as they come. But we sometimes forget to rejoice just by thinking on the things of the Lord and what he's already done for us. Anyone can rejoice when things are pleasant in our lives. But to be able to rejoice when the wind is blowing, when storms are raging in our lives, When faced with difficulties, that is the best time to rejoice. Our nation and our world is plagued with nothing but problems. 
there are fears of recession. People are losing jobs and being sent home with no pay. There are mortgage crisis, wars and rumors of wars. And when you factor in coronavirus, you will think we don't have much to rejoice over. But our joy must continue to hold true in every circumstance, affliction, and in every situation. And the only way you can really have joy and rejoice is to have a steadfast and unmovable relationship with God. As you focus on the words of Paul to rejoice always, you will see that Paul was speaking of rejoicing as personal, present, and permanent. It is to be seen as a duty to be fulfilled. There is never to be a time when a Christian is not to rejoice. Rejoicing is to be the order of the day every day. As Christians, our worship, our witness, and our work are all hindered or enhanced by our rejoicing or lack of rejoicing. Yet in our day, we seem petrified when it comes to praising the Lord. Whether you believe it or not, it is still God's will for his people to praise him. Hebrews 13 and 15 says, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Secondly, the text tells us to pray constantly. The word pray is also a present imperative. This would suggest that Paul was giving a command to keep on praying. The word pray means to pray to God. It suggests petitioning God for what is good or petitioning God to turn away evil. Here Paul was commanding his readers to make their needs known to God. He was telling them to plead with God to intervene in their situations. He was telling his readers to intercede with God for one another. They were commanded to call on God. Prayer is both communication and communion with God. It is a means by which every child of God can talk to God and maintain fellowship with God. This communication and communion are to be without ceasing. It is to be constant. This is not an emphasis on the words, the place, nor the posture of prayer. This is simply a command to pray at will. There are no barriers set between us and God. So there should never be a time when we abandon prayer. Even when it may seem that God is not answering, we should never give up on prayer. The word without ceasing speaks of being uninterrupted, without omission or without intermission. It speaks of being constant and continual. This suggests praying every time an opportunity presents itself. This will require a constant and continual attitude of dependence upon God. Christians are commanded to not stop communicating and communing with God. We are commanded to be persistent in our communication and communion with God. Our communication and communion with God is to be constantly recurring. There is to be a continued practice of prayer concerning all things. 
Finally, the text tells us to give thanks in all things in verse 18. Rejoicing at all times and praying constantly will produce thanksgiving. This is so so because rejoicing and praying require thinking. There can be no thanking without some thinking because the word thank has its origin in the word think. Paul would have us to know that the more we rejoice, the more we pray, the more we will give thanks. The words give thanks means to be grateful or express gratitude. This command is to be without limits. It is a command to express gratitude for all things and in all things. This can be done when we live according to Romans 8, 28 and 29, where Paul writes, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his son so that he would be the firstborn among many brotherings. Paul was not saying that all things are good, but we give thanks because we know that God is working all things for our good and for his glory. Paul commanded the Thessalonians to be grateful in all circumstances of life. We can do this when we come to realize that all things are used for God's eternal purpose. Paul closed verse 18 by telling his readers that all three of the commands he had just given were a part of the will of God for them in Christ Jesus. God's will in Christ Jesus is that Christians would always rejoice, pray constantly, and give thanks in all things. We can rejoice at all times, pray constantly, and give thanks in all things when we learn to count our blessings. For the songwriter says, when upon life's billows you are tempted tossed, when you are discouraged, thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord had done. We thank you for joining us today. And we ask that you would please remember that you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Christian Inquiry. We pray that this episode has been encouraging and enlightening for you. And until next time, may God bless you and may God forever keep you is our prayer. Thank you for joining us today. We ask that you will subscribe to the Christian Inquiry podcast. You will find this podcast on many of the major podcast platforms. Once you subscribe, you will receive an automatic download of new episodes for your listening pleasure. I pray that this episode has been enlightening to you. I invite you to join us the next time on the Christian Inquiry podcast to further grow in God's word. Thank you for listening and God bless.